Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for She Knows Sports, the podcast with your host, Tarika Foster Brasby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of She Knows Sports, the podcast. Let me tell you, today we are going to do something a little different. I had the opportunity to link up with my partner in crime on these radio airwaves, Mr. Walter Donald, a.k.a. Jers. And we used to bang out this show called Just Hanging Out with T and Jers. Well, over the course of Memorial Day and Facebook and all other types of means of communications, we decided to link back up for a special edition. And it was crazy. It was so much fun to be back on the airways with him that I thought that instead of bringing you my usual She Knows Sports podcast, that I would give you guys an opportunity to check out how we get down. So on this edition, I am going to make sure that you guys hear what we talked about on just hanging out with T and Jers. We had some great callers get in and spit their opinion. We definitely got into NBA Finals. Whose legacy will be more defined by this trilogy finals? KD, LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving. We talk about that. And we didn't really get to talk about the NFL draft like we wanted to. So Jers and I made sure that we did. It's a crazy banana show. I think y'all are going to love it. Let's get right into it. Memorial Day edition. It's been so long since we've done it. So most of y'all probably think we don't know how to do it anymore. But let me tell you where the lie is in that. We still bring you the flavor that we always been bringing you before. And this time we got a little bit of extra, a little bit of extra going in. You know what I mean? Because we got baseball on deck, hockey's on deck, football's on deck. Matter of fact, your Cubs are playing right now. Am I not? Are, are they not just playing the Padres right now? Getting to this? Right, right, right. They are, man. The last I saw was two nothing, man. They gonna make me go back and check the score now. We definitely gonna get into Cubs baseball, among other things. You know what I'm talking about? Among other radio, things. Baby. We back, in back here, in man. Fact, we man. out here. We out here real quick, and you know, for real, for real, we were just honestly on some Facebook quick talking stuff, and just hadn't had an opportunity to spend in a long time. So I'm like, look, it's Memorial Day. 
I ain't doing shit, you ain't doing shit. Let's do what we do one last time, or at least one more time. So that's what we're doing right right now, bringing it back to you. Uh, This week is a big week. We got the NBA Finals on deck this week. We got the Stanley Cup Finals starting tonight. And this is the trilogy. This is really the trilogy that we're looking at right now. Because we're looking at or witnessing two of the best teams that I think that any of us have ever seen in the NBA coming together, clashing three times in a row. And I think it's been a minute since we've seen two teams that have been so heavily favored and that I think everyone's been so heavily prepared to see battle that Thursday cannot get here fast enough. And sports fam, y'all already know I'm the biggest LeBron hater ever known to man. He can do no right in my eyes. So obviously it's no secret where my loyalty is going to lie throughout this. But I do think it's going to be an interesting final, and we definitely want to get into that right now. Jerz, how is it out there on the West with the Warriors going ham the way they've been going ham this whole season? Well, the thing of it is, T, this is the moment we've all been waiting for. Like, since free agency, when Durant signed on the dotted line and he brought his talents to Golden State, this is what we all envision, man. We envision him being here in this situation, uh, able to take on LeBron once again on the biggest stage. You know what I mean? You think about when, when Durant was last on this particular stage. You know what I'm saying? He was 23 years mm-hmm. old. But he was he was giving people the business, man, mainly LeBron. So it, it's funny how everyone is trying to kind of gang up on the king you know, to beat the king, and if you can't beat him, join him, and if you can't join him, then try to beat him. So, I get it. I, I, I get it, man. And what I want to ask you, T, is whose legacy needs this title more? Steph, KD, Bron, or maybe Kyrie Irving? What do you say, my dear? I definitely think it's Bron. And I think it's Bron only because he's the only person right now amongst the four that you mentioned who has the the package that everyone wants to compare to Michael Jordan. I mean, right. you got seven straight finals under your belt. You know, of the seven, you got four. And I think that it just plays a huge role uh, as far as what are people going to look at you overall when you're done and, and judge you by and I think because his package is so complete and so close, uh, even surpassing in some in some circumstances uh, Michael Jordan, I think that his legacy is the one that's going to be on the line the most. And I, I hate to admit this, but in some respects, you've got to give him just a little bit more props than you give than you give Jordan. And, and this is this is a very sensitive subject for me, considering that I'm a Pistons fan. I grew up hating Jordan. I, I've won't grown to hate LeBron simply because of old-fashioned division rival hatred. Nothing more, nothing less. But okay, as a Bulls fan, this interests me. So please, yes, go ahead. Absolutely, because look, it is what it is. Whenever you're a person, whenever you're a person, right. and you're dealing with a team that seems to be unstoppable to you after a while, especially when it comes to the Bulls and the Pistons, considering after a long time, we were basically the thorn in your side. 
And then, it, you know, oh, yeah. how it just, the dynamics just so happens to switch. And there's a whole different argument that we can get into as far as, you know, how that came about and who was it really Jordan? Was it really the Pistons getting older? Was it Pippen coming into the mix? So many things, so many factors and variables that you can kick it there. But the point of it yes is when yes. you've grown, yes. The point, the point of it is, at least in my view, is that at some point in time, a new king has to take over. Someone has to then take the reins. But when there's a, a, an ingrained disdain for something, it doesn't matter. The test of time doesn't change. So even though Jordan's not, number 23 is not suited up, Pistons fans still don't get excited when we see Bulls. And we certainly don't get excited when we see Cavaliers, even though there have been moments where the Cavaliers haven't been relevant their relevancy has and oftentimes played a part in our demise. So when I look at LeBron James, when I think about what he's done, what he's been able to accomplish, I think about his numbers, I think about the records that he set, the records that he's breaking. And for those of us who had an opportunity to see Jordan, seven straight, like who, it does not matter what, you play, when you've been able to make it to a final seven times in a row, you are something, wow. you are nothing short of amazing. And that's wow. not including the USA basketballs in Olympics that have been played in between these time frames. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just not a lot just of NBA ball. It's a lot yeah. of basketball. And you still manage to get here that says something about you. That says something about your talent. That says something about what we're witnessing. But my question for well, look, you man, is: get 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 to the thing about him doing something that Jordan ain't did, or whatever you was about to say. That that's what I want to hear. Well, well, for me, to me, what I what I want to say about that is what I think about LeBron, and I think about changing the game. When I think about Jordan, okay. I think about Jordan. The one thing that made Jordan Jordan to me which is what I compared him with, with Allen Iverson. They were able to literally bring something new to the game, literally change the game, how we looked at it, how we viewed it. To me, I see Jordan as being that player that literally revitalized the game from a team aspect. When I look at LeBron, I look at how he's been able to revitalize the game from an individual aspect because he did it with more than one person, from different teams with different talents who bring different aspects to the game. That's something that I so, did not see Jordan do. And to me, mm. that is one of the things that makes me think that maybe from a talent perspective, he just might have a little bit of an edge over Jordan. You know what, see, I, I kind of get that, man. And, and it kind of piggybacks on something that Scottie Pippen said. You know what I mean? And I, I, I'm kind of agreeing it agreeing with the concept that he was going with. When he was just saying that Ron is probably the most complete basketball player we've ever seen. You know what I mean? Like across the mm-hmm. across the spectrum, defensively, offensively, you know what I mean? Like what he can do with the rock in his hands, passing the ball, he can get his own shot whenever he wants to. Of course he's a flawed superstar and mm-hmm. he's had moments where he doesn't always rise to the occasion. You know what I mean? And I, I think that's what Bron has kind of left me with. And shout out to everybody checking in, too, man. The phone line is kind of going bananas. I see the birthday boy out there. I'm going to get you in here, man. <laughs> Happy birthday, Big Noop. You know what I'm saying? But let, let, let me go on and make this point before I get you in here. Drew Patton, a.k.a. the critic, my man. But look, 
my thing with Brian is this, man. He's always kind of left me wanting more. You know what I mean? Like, he is mm-hmm. such a tremendous talent, and he can take the game over in such a variety of fashions that when the clock is down to almost zero, he does not take over the contest. Like, he doesn't take the shot himself. He, if he does, it's some erratic jumper from long range. Instead of just going to the basket, if he gets fouled, step up, make the two free throws, good night, everybody, drive home safely. He, he doesn't have that, that, that next mechanism. You know what I mean? It's like I, I don't know what it is about him, man. It's like it's too up and down. He has burnout games, I call them, like the 11-point mm-hmm. game the other night. You know what I mean? It's like there's no mm-hmm. uh, generational superstar that I can remember that, you know, I don't know, man. It's just he, he's so talented that I, I, I just I just want more from him. I know he's embarking on, what, ring number four, but he should have like six or seven now in, in my mind because of how talented he is. And I'm still well, mad that he didn't go to Chicago the first time he hit free agency. He has six rings well, by now. But that's another story. Here's the, here, you, here you go. Man, listen. Chicago ain't going to get no rings for a while. Anyway, what are we going to say Thank on this you. is this? <laughs> what are we going to say on this is this? I, I think, LeBron, for one, you have to consider one. You know, he's been playing this game a lot longer. Jordan came into this game, what, at, what, 20? In his 20? LeBron came into this yeah, game at 18. 20, you see right. what I'm saying? LeBron came into this game a little bit earlier. He came into this game yeah. a little And I think that he was asked, I think that his expectation from the beginning oh, was yeah. already being With way more pressure he, than Jordan. Even, way even more pressure. Pick, LeBron came in with way more pressure. So, absolutely. Way more pressure. Exactly. And I think that that right there is another thing that will either hurt or help when he's trying to submit his legacy, especially considering this team. Because this is a little different. I, I don't, although I think rivalry was different in the Jordan era, this particular rivalry between the Cavs and, and and the Warriors to me is on a, is on a level that we haven't seen in this, in this new modern age of basketball in a while. So I think if this was just gotcha. any other finals with any other team out in the West, maybe with the exception of the Spurs because of his history with that team, but I think if this was any other finals with any other team, then I don't think it would mean as much. But considering this is a team that just came off a 73-9 and season, this is a team that mm-hmm. literally went out their way in free agency to make sure that they came up with an answer for LeBron, a team who they were up 3-1. You know what I mean? This is a team who feels right. like they, like the Cavs, owe them, like they owe these boys something. You know what I mean? Like if this mm-hmm. was any other team, then maybe this would just be another day in the land. But because of who it is mm-hmm. and what is at stake, this is definitely a, definitely a legacy series for LeBron more than anybody else. I got you. I got you. And I, I feel that, man. And that's the question that we're rolling with with the finals talk, man. Whose legacy needs this title more? Steph, Katie, LeBron, or Kyrie? Now, my thing is this, right? I'm looking at Kyrie as the one who could gain the most. And it, from this aspect, I, I mean he can gain the most. If he plays like he did last finals and he's matching Bron almost point for point and coming up with big plays like that drop dead three over Steph to win the game in game seven, like Kyrie could have easily 
been MVP of the finals last year, and I don't think nobody would argue with that. So I'm looking at him as the guy who can win the most. The guy who really stands to lose, man, the most is really KD, and this is why. Yeah. It's like, it's like if, even if he wins, right, people you're going to have naysayers say, ah, oh, they didn't really need him, blah, blah, blah. It was overkill. If he loses, if Golden State loses, then I think KD's legacy takes a big bang. It really depends on how he plays, though. So I'm going to be watching Kyrie closely, and I'm going to be watching KD closely. So I think those two have the most to gain and lose, respectively. Now, let me go to the birthday boy, man. I know he's been just waiting to get in. Happy birthday, homie. You know what I'm I appreciate it, Drew. What's yes. Family? Well, it's it's great, man. I, it, it feels great to be in Atlanta, living for another year. And Absolutely. thank you so much, my good brother, uh, for uh, you know the shots out for the birthday. You know, we had one of our good college friends that passed away uh, not long ago, and you know, I definitely don't take it lightly that I'm still here just a week to ago. be able to. Just, just to, to do this with you guys and do something that we all love. And definitely shout out to UT. You sound like a seasoned professional that you are. And if, hey. if ESPN don't don't get their act together, we need to make a ride up there and slap a couple of folks like Bernie Mac used to do and uh, used to do in our head of state. So we we need to, we need to do some things. But but let me say this. I, I think what's interesting is just to kind of two points that I heard. I, I love T's assessment of LeBron and then. Jers, how you kind of went in there with what Scotty said. I, I maintain that the Jordan era seems the greatest because you got one, you got nostalgia. Two, you have the media that beat it in our heads without really making any other references to uh, anybody pre-1984. And how I'm breathing and surmising, it's kind of like what T was saying, and I'll take it a, take it a step further. I think Michael Jordan, from the star status is the GOAT. You can't touch that. From a standpoint of market market goal, how do you market a league? Michael Jordan is how you do it. But when you start to really talk about greatest of all times, and, you know, because we move the goalposts a little bit, we'll start with Michael and say, you got to be undefeated in finals and have six championships, but we forget about Bill Russell. We forget about guys like Kareem that's got nearly 40,000 points that played 20 years in a league that had, especially at the time, when the center position was very dominant, when you had to face Hall of Famers like Wes Onsell, Bill Walton, Wilt Chamberlain, uh, Elvin Hayes, and the name goes, names go on and on. And then you talk about two Moses decades alone. Absolutely. So from that perspective, and this, this takes nothing away from Mike because Mike dominated his era. It's not his fault that the best competition he had was possibly Clyde Drexler. I don't blame him for that. As a guard, but, though, as a two-guard. Yeah, as a two-guard. Exactly. So from that perspective, we can, we can kind of, you know, we can argue back and forth, but I think the GOAT conversation has to be divided based on the greatest star. And you can't you cannot – you you can't you can't take that away from Michael Jordan. I'd be an idiot uh, to say that. Uh, but from a standpoint of pure basketball genius and the the completeness of the game, LeBron James is that not because Michael lags in ability. LeBron James is fifty pounds heavier and two inches taller. Right. So from that mm-hmm. so from that so from that <laughs> so from that perspective, you know that's the part of it that you have to look at. 
So we have and to separate that. And maybe just as athletic. You know what I mean? That, that's really scary, man. Let, let's put this in, 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 into terms that people can understand. This man is Allen Iverson in Carl Malone's body. There's no other <laughs> exactly. Way to play. <laughs> exactly. It's ridiculous. Like, Bron from end-to-end court speed, like, to be that fast and that big, and oh, my God. It, it's remarkable, man. It, it's like nothing we've ever seen. So, from a basketball fan standpoint, from my standpoint, being the Jordan fan that I am, I, I just think Bron, he had the blueprint, man. He had the same blueprint Kobe had. You know what I mean? If not more so because he, he studied Mike just as much. And it's like he, he kind of like he skipped a few chapters. You know what I mean? So I, I just find myself wanting more from this dude, though he's as decorated a player as we've had in this league. So it, it's well, just I'll funny say this, how, George, how that whole I, dynamic goes. I think it's unfair to want more because you got to understand who he is. I can't expect mm. the Corolla to be a Ferrari. Because they don't go the same. Mm. They're not manufactured the same way. They don't do the same thing. They're not made to do the same thing. LeBron James, mm. if you put them on any team in the league that's suffering, they turn around. We saw that when he got drafted in 2003. Cleveland was a bottom-feeding team, had always been a bottom-feeding team since they lost the likes to the Mark Prices and the Ron Harpers and the Brad Darties and those guys. Brad Darties. So you put, <laughs> yeah. so you, you put, you put him <laughs> on that squad. And that team improves by 20 games just with him coming out of high school. And, and here's the dynamic of this that we miss. When we, when we say James has not been clutch in moments, I think it's unfair to say hey, that man. because – Hey, it, man, time out, time out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let, let me, let me, can I state my case? Can I state We're my case? We're talking about LeBron too much, man. We're talking about LeBron too much. But let, 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 me, let me do this. I, I want you to answer the question there. Whose legacy okay. needs this title more? KD, hands down, because okay. if you Copy if that. you leave if you leave a, a, a franchise as good as OKC was, which is no fault of his own, because I think Sam Presti, the GM, made a, a horrible mistake, and I understand that he made the, the the choice between Abaka and Harden, but can you imagine if you keep Harden, KD, and Westbrook on the wow. same squad, you have a mm-hmm. different and and Harden develops. And he's he's a starting guard in the back with what Russell Westbrook, and you employ a system oh uh, that really has the ball move. Uh, then you have a different. You 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 have That's something scary. different. So so from that perspective, I think that if you look at KD saying I'm going to leave I'd a have, team that took me, I'd have Harden on the ball, I'd have Westbrook off the ball, and I have KD just running wild just on the perimeter. Oh my God, that's stupid, man. He just made my but mind here's the problem. Critic. Here's the problem, the problem, though. It it doesn't work because of Westbrook. Be- because you, you, we saw that K- KD could score 30 on 12 shots because he's going to get to the line and he shoots a high percentage from the floor. Westbrook is a volume scorer and has to have the ball in his hands to even feel like he's a part of the game. And if that does not happen, then you can, you can tell there's going to be dissension in the, in the locker room. It's definitely going to be dissension on the floor, and it, it, it taints the talent that's around them, at least all three of them. So when you look at all the super big threes that we've seen in NBA history, 
and you talk about guys and you talk about legacies. Let's take a let's take a Jerry West who went to eight or nine finals and only won one. We don't discount him as a, a, a bad winner because he lost to quality competition. And even in his, he's the only guy still to this day to win a finals MVP and not win the championship. So from that perspective, when you look at when you look at legacy, if KD doesn't get this title. People are going to start to look at him that way because, you know, the model with LeBron was, you left Miami, you need to win a title and, and it produce it quickly. And KD's only got right. a two-year uh, contract there. So he's got he's to he's slay the demon uh, to, to this, this time. And I'm picking Golden State to win this in six yeah. because I think KD is the, he's the absolute X factor in this. 30-plus a night, they get the title. What's weird is he can actually opt out after this year, man. But look, you checking out just hanging out with T and Jers, man, on Sports Fan Radio. We are back, man, and better than ever, like we never left. I just want to hit the callers right quick, man, because I want the callers to answer this question. So get him. 662, man. Mississippi is in the building, man. I'm going to go to the 404. I mean, the uh, 662404 number. What do you have to say, good person? Oh, they they bad. Okay, well, let's go to the other 662. 662 408. If I can get you on there. Oh, yeah, here we go. Ain't did this in a while, man. 662, what's good? Hey, can you hear me? This this your, this your boy, this your family, man. What's the business? Who who this is, man? Who this is? This is Mook, man. This is Trav, man, from the 94 Beat of Life, man. My man. Representing, man. My man. My man. Yeah. My man. My man. What's it, going it, on? Exactly what he said. What's good, brother? Whose legacy needs this title more, man? You know what? I'm, I'm going to put it to y'all like this, man. It, it can easily go on KD, but this is what he was brought to Golden State for. This right. is what he was brought there for. He was there to take over this spot, to help them get over their hump, because they did a lot of one-on-one deals, and it wasn't working playing against a team like the Cavs. The Cavs sat on them and made them go one-on-one. They couldn't finish. Steph was a little gimpy or whatever may be, whatever the excuse they right. may say. But but right. at the same time, I mean, KD, this is what this is what KD is for right here. But this is the finals, y'all. This is the finals. Right. The pressure is on everybody. I ain't, it's so, not on KD. I mean, just not KD. It's on Steph because right. Steph got to redeem himself from last year. Right. Right. Kyrie already got his thing, but but as y'all seen him when they were doing the uh, the, the press conference, he nodding his head like this is what they want. This is what they want. They went to the number two spot in the East to get to the finals to see them. LeBron is the same way because hey, he's so called chasing the ghost. He's chasing the ghost. So I mean, it's pressure on both teams though. This is what they want. What makes want. it difficult? I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, it makes go it ahead. difficult for me to think that that the legacy aspect the legacy aspect of it is what makes yes. it difficult for me to pinpoint Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant is even though he's older, he's still young. He's still got a lot of gotcha. basketball to play. And to be honest, it's not for playing in the same era with LeBron James. We may be looking at him the same way that we look at LeBron James right now. So when I think legacy, I'm thinking you've got so much basketball left that you still got time realistically to submit a legacy. Whereas guys like LeBron, your time is almost done. I mean, LeBron is what the same age as I am, but he's been in this he's been in this game 
for so long, you know. So at the end of the day, I look at him as a guy who really has more to prove and trying to close his legacy than a guy like Kevin Durant that still has time to continue to build on his. Hey everyone, this is Serendipity. My book, Ember's Flame, hit number one on the Amazon African American Erotica chart. Get your copy today to find out what fans Ember's Flame, and you might find yourself in need of some cooling off. Available on Amazon and at www.authorserendipity.com. Hey guys, thanks for continuing to check out the podcast. Listen, the podcast got bananas on just hanging out with T and Jers. So we're going to pick up where we left off and continue the conversation. So keep listening. It gets really good. Well, look, check it out, Mook. I'm going to go back to you, Pimp. I got to come back to you. But the 662 caller I was trying to get to, they put their hands up. So they want to get in here, man. So I got to get them in here. 662404, what's good? Jersey, what's going on? Will J, what's up? What's up? My man, the CEO of this thing of ours we call the Sports Fam. What's going on, B. Will? Look, you heard the question. You know the deal. Whose legacy needs this title more, my friend? Well, you know, I, I think he just sums it up uh, pretty well. I honestly think that it's LeBron because, like you said, 15 plus years in the league. Not to mention the time he spent on the USA basketball 14, team. Then after another year, to, he came out in 2003, right? 2002, 2002 okay, 14 right? years. It's 2017. But if right? you had 14 years, 14. Okay, I got you. Okay, my mouth's a little off right now, Red. But look, 14 years good. plus I got playing you. basketball for the U.S. for the U.S. basketball team, that adds an additional year to me. And I think he did it twice in those 14 years. Now, actually, three times in those 14 years. Because Ooh. I remember the first year they uh, finished in a yeah that, that bronze medal. But honestly, it's LeBron. And realistically, if you ask me, I think LeBron legacy is already sealed. I mean, people keep doing the comparison with he and Michael Jordan, and I honestly don't think that the comparison, the comparison really should just stop, if you ask me. No one's going no to take that. the go. Michael Jordan is the go. As much as I hated the Bulls, man, I, have to admit, I hated the Bulls then. I hate them now. And I know. <laughs> You're a Boston fan. Yeah. It, it, it's a Of course. But, but honestly, I'm starting to really hate LeBron, especially after what he just did to my Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, so. I'm hoping that he could, I'm actually hoping that he could get this championship and say, "Hey, this is enough for me. I'm just gonna step back because I want my Celtics to put up number 18 here soon." But really, Ooh, I think that it's uh, LeBron's legacy um, is really right. What a number! On this one. KD, like he said, he still has some years left. Still a pretty a young guy, but I think with KD, right. what's gonna have to happen is that he's gonna have to leave Golden State to really cement their legacy. Even if he went into this really? year, I think people are going to look at, okay, Golden State could have won this thing without him. And they could, if you ask me. True. That's true. That's true. That's true. Now, look, Critic, I'm going to bring you back in, man, because I heard some little wind in the background and all that, man. So you know how that goes. So, <laughs> What's up there, Will? Jay, good to hear your voice, man. My guy. Uh, Happy birthday, my guy. I appreciate you, man. I, I, I want to say this. I, I, I like what Will's saying because Will is honest. Will says, I want to see the guy just go away. And I was like him. I, I, I cheered for every finals that Michael won, I was cheering. Knowing in the back of my mind it was a wrap. You know, I'm like, come on, right. Seattle, come back from come on, Seattle, come back from 3 I was like, and that ain't happening. But you know, I, I was still cheering for it. 
you know, you a hater, but the thing, Yes, I am. Thank you. I, I admit it. I have I have a card <laughs> that says I hate Michael Jordan in the back of my wallet now. But any, but anyway, I, I'll say this. I, I think yeah. that the whole legacy thing is something that we discuss too much. Uh, it's always this thing of uh, let's let's put everybody up against Michael Jordan. Let's talk about who's the greatest. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. It's just really great discussion and great radio, great television. When the, when the truth is, if KD gets a title or two, probably being, being a guy that's probably going to score over twenty five to 30,000 uh, points, the guy's going to be a great basketball player, period. To leave college after yeah. one year, LeBron, to leave after high school, everybody uh, that looked at him and saw him from the 10th grade on and for the guy to, to deliver, not many guys can say that. So to me, well, however many titles they get, it's just been fun to watch this era to me. Uh, everybody try to, you know, uh, take away from what these guys accomplished year in and year out. There's way more pressure. Uh, these guys got to keep their bodies in, in, in shape. There's so many people pulling at them, and at a younger age, these guys have way more pressure than any era ever in basketball because they're expected to come in and chase Mike. They're expected to come in and produce at year one because they're, they're supposed to be those guys. So to me, I think that I'm going to enjoy the finals. I'm not looking at KD or LeBron saying, hey, if you lose, man, you suck. Because I never played in the NBA. For all the years, I've made the excuses. I was 5'9", soaking wet. Now I got Isaiah Thomas scoring 50 points in the game, and I'm 5'9", and I'm 42. So I can't say it because I got to be 6'5". I got to look at these guys. I got to look at this league. And I'm so tired of people saying, oh, that Golden State and the Cavs uh, being so great is bad for the league. It's a lie. It's not true. Crazy. What did you do? Hey, with the- right. now that's a whole other conversation right there because I can go in on that for a whole hour. That That is but, an And I can debate you if you're on the wrong side of that. I can debate you to the cows come on if you're on the other side of that. Watching the NBA this year was a disaster because of how everyone already knew what was going to happen, what, that we, what we were going to be at in this moment. There was no entertainment value in the majority of the season. But that's neither here nor there. What I will say to you is this, in, compar- in, in, in contrast, or, or shall I say, in response to you and Will's point, I like to liken this whole MJ LeBron discussion debate to your mama's apple pie. It don't matter what anybody else's apple pie tastes like. Your mama's apple pie was the first apple pie you ever had. There is never going to be a taste in your mouth as good as the first time you ever had it. So another person can add cinnamon. Another person can add caramel. Somebody can add some ice cream, make it out of mold, put it on a plate, make it look real pretty. In your mind, nobody's apple pie is going to taste like your mama's. And that's Michael Jordan and LeBron. Jordan was the first guy that some of us ever got to see during the things that he did. Although we can look at replays of Bill Russell and we can look at replays of Dr. J and we can look at replays of people doing what they were doing. For some of us, Jordan was the first taste we ever got of greatness. And no matter who comes after him, no matter how many numbers you put in our face, in our mind, from the eye test and from what we feel, nobody's ever going to be greater than Jordan. And that's really how we have to look at it and how we have to understand it. And it's really the reason why the debate between who's going to be the GOAT is never really going to ever be solved. But you got well, to do the GOAT discussion. Not, not, go ahead, go ahead. Nope, nope. 
not going to do anything. We're going to go to the 843, man, because this person has been waiting the longest. And we're going to ask him whose legacy, whose legacy needs this title more, and we're going to get off these finals because we got 27 minutes left in the show, and we got plenty we want to talk about. So, 843, man, you on the line with just hanging out with 10 jurors. What's good? What's up, fam? What is up? I knew it was so, Will. It, it is so glad. To have the fans back together. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Once again, but, um, the song, Will. What's good, baby? What, 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 what's hey. going on, Captain Lackey, man? Oh, uh, nothing. I'm still, man. I'm still having, I'm still having a Clinton hangover. I'm still having a Clinton hangover. We, we still hanging, we still having a Clinton hangover here. I'm serious. Yeah, man. <laughs> I bet. I bet, man. Oh, my. And I'm mad, oh we, my I'm mad as hell we ain't draft Deshaun Watson, man. We're going to get into this NFL draft talk in a little minute. But look, Will, you know the deal, brothers. You've been on the line for the whole damn show damn near. Whose legacy needs this title more, man? Steph, KD, Braun, or Kyrie? I, I, really do think, I, I really do think it's KD because he's been he's been. He's been He's been fighting for this for the longest time, and he's wanted to be put in the position. He, he was never given that given that opportunity. Damn it, man! They got my man sounding like. Uh, Lil Daryl, Will, look, brother. I'm going to talking about like, is that me? Because I know you was going in. I know you was going in, B, but we can't hear you, bro. You sound distorted. It sound like somebody was drowning you under some water. Get off that cricket, I'm gonna my back nigga. To you. Look, man, check it out, though. This is what I want to do, man. I, I, I want to rapid fire some little. I want to implement some Facebook stuff right quick, man. Because I, I I love the people that I got on the line right now. So I'm going to rapid fire y'all these either ors, right? And I, I want to see who you're going with. So, T, I'm coming to you first. Rick Rude or Lex Luger, who you got? Lex Luger. My man. Who, who, who you got? Who you got, Critic? I'm going ravishing Rick Rude because he was a pretty boy like me. My man. <laughs> my man. Mook, well, what's good, baby? Who you got, the ravishing one or uh, sexy Lexi? Hey, man, only ravishing can have your gal on his jock strap, man. His pants is bad. It give him the shimmy, man. Got to go ahead with my guy Rick Rude, man. That boy called, man. That boy called. Chill with <laughs> the of the sports fam. Who do you have, sir? Rick Rude or Lex Luger? I got to go with my boy Lex Luger. I'm sorry. It's my guy. Hands down. Lex. That's yeah. it. Will, I'm trying to come back to South Carolina, man. How, how you feeling? How you sounding out there, brother? Can you hear me now? You sound all right, brother. You sound all right. Who you got, man? Okay. You got Rick Rude or Lex Luger? Well, first of all, I'm still mad at you about the way to compare demolition to the road boys. You said what? <laughs> you mad? You mad? You, you, I was mad at you when you said who's better doing than the Royals. I don't want man anybody like yeah, you. I'll yeah. you out. <laughs> yeah, you broke it down. That, that was one I was going to go to, too, man. It, it's really funny, man, because I think about demolition, right? 
and they were like such a flash in the pan. They were such a LOD knockoff that I, I I didn't even see it. I just saw them punch just tearing up stuff, and they they they, they, they kind of caught my eye a little bit. So I'm glad that you set the record straight on what's really going on. So with that being said, don't be mad at me, brother, but give me your answer. You know that. Rick Rude or Les Lugas. I had to go with the total package. The total package. I mean, even though it, he, he, he just had this thing. And, and, and I always put this, and I always gauge guys, a lot of these guys, and how did they, how did they play against Rick Flair? And let Luca, Luca has some hell of a matches with this play. Okay, okay, I got you, big dog. I got you. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna come back to you, man. So, T, the second one. And we we gonna keep it wrestling, man. Sting or Ultimate Warrior? Who you got? Oh, gotta go, Sting. I mean, come on. I'm mean, Ultimate Warrior. I get it. I know the history. I know the tradition. Sting was a man. Longevity did it better multiple multiple times. He's a man. That's huge. That's huge. Critical, you got. Sting.com, much better mic skills than the Ultimate Warrior could ever dream of. Ever. Definitely. My man. Sting. My man, my man. Mook, who you got, B? Man, old Stinger, man. From the from the glory, colorful paint to the black and white, man. Gotta go with Sting, my man. man. My man, my man. Will J, man, who you got, brother? Hey, I know Drew will be able to relate to this, man. I follow Sting when he was a part of the Blade Runner. When they was here yeah. doing championship wrestling. So, yeah, I got to go with my boy to Stinger. That's dope, man. Will Mack, what you got, Pimp? Stinger, Ultimate Warrior. Oh, uh, Sting. I mean, when when he – that that 90-minute um, Iron Man match against Rick Flash, still a classic. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Classic. So, that's classic. Man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, T, I'm coming to you. Now, I, I know I know some of y'all probably saw this, some of y'all didn't, but look, Jason Statham or Michael J. White? T, who you got? Jason Statham. All day long. Drew, who you got? Do I need to bring up any transporter movie? <laughs> that boy cold, I, I, man. I'm, Michael J. I'm White, going, though, they, they sleep on him. They sleep on I'm going Michael J. White. Michael J. White, because he played, he played Mike Tyson better than anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> My man, Mook, who you got, Pimp? Man, I'm going to go with the mechanic, man. Jason Stainer, man. The mechanic, that's man. That's on. a good movie, man. Check it out for y'all. I ain't seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real, man. The mechanic was, though. Will Mack, who you got, Pimp? Jason Statham, MJW. Uh, I, would, I would go with Jason Statham, but see, Jason's had better um, material. Outside of Blood and Bone, Michael hasn't had any good movies. I got you. I got you. You, you ain't like Spawn. You ain't like him in Spawn. He ain't really, he ain't really kick a lot of ass in Spawn. Though. He, 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 he unbelievable in Spawn to me. I got you. I got you. I, I saw some joint on Netflix. He was in man with Layla Lee. She was in. She was his sister. The boy getting his work in and that man. So if you ever just scrolling through your Netflix and you see Michael J. White pop up, check that movie out, man. My man got it in. Will, who you got, man? You got Jason Statham. You got MJW. Well, I'll put it to you like this, Red, and I'm going to comment just from what I did on the post. If you're talking about from an action movie standpoint, then, yeah, Jason Staten has the um, edge. But if you're talking about from a pure martial arts comparison, there's no comparison. Check Michael J. White's resume out compared to Jason Staten. Ain't no comparison. In the movie you're talking about, Red, is Falcon Rising on uh, Netflix. 
Falcon Rising. Thank you, CEO. Hey, y'all check that out, man. That boy getting this thing on in Falcon Rising, Jack. Look, all right, I just had to do that, man. We we, we can get back to our regularly scheduled program, man. We can definitely talk to <laughs> NFL. We can definitely talk NFL quarterback, and we can definitely talk NFL draft recap. I, I'm ready to sound off on the bear. So, First Lady of Sports Fan Radio, lead us in the direction in which we are going, my dear. Absolutely. Well, we all know that we didn't really get an opportunity to go in like we wanted to on the NFL Draft. If you're just tuning in, you are listening to Just Hanging Out with T and Jerz. I'm your girl, Steve. My man, Jerz, is on the line. We got some of our sports fans' favorites hanging out with us right now. But definitely, I think about the NFL Draft. I think about how things were shook up really, really quickly at the top of the draft. And since we got a Clemson Tiger fan on the line, I definitely got to say I was not a fan of uh, the Texans picking up Deshaun Watson, although for obvious reasons. (laughs) For obvious reasons, I was a little pissed off by that move. However, as with a Bears fan on the phone, who probably could have used a better quarterback than what y'all have, I want to know, how do you feel quarterback, defense, offense, Going around, what grade do you give your squad in the NFL draft? Why and why not? Well, T, first of all, I've got to kind of sum up in a castle what the hell we did. And we basically outbidded ourselves. This is what was crazy to me. Like, if the Bears would have just stuck and stayed at number three and took Mitch Trubisky, okay. If that's your guy, if that's who you want to hit your wagon to, if that's the guy you've done all the, you know, the studies on and the, and the, the, the all of whatever, the diametrics, whatever the hell, all that other crap, all the analytics, all that. Okay, if if this kid showed you more in just 13 career starts than Deshaun Watson has shown you in the last three years, including coming up big, clutch juice against Bama, who's got multiple NFL talent defenders. I mean, what the hell were the Bears thinking? They gave up three extra picks. They gave up a third this year, a fourth this year, and a fourth next year. Not to mention the number two, I mean the number three pick in in, in the first damn round. So that's four picks. It's like you were three and thirteen. You need your defense could stop no one. My thing was this. If we would have traded back to about seventh or eighth, acquired an extra pick, Drafted Deshaun Watson, I'm cool with that. Second round, the defense, third round, defense, fourth round, defense. What do we do in the second round? Now, mind you, we already outdid ourselves and go up in the first round and get some kid that nobody was checking for like that. I got to give John Lynch credit, man. Way to play poker, kid, in, in your first time at the table and get three extra picks out of us to move up, I mean to move down one. You know what I mean? And still get the guy that you wanted anyway. Because nobody was checking for that kid that San Fran took number three anyway. So good for them. If that's their guy, great. They get it. It starts with defense. The Bears obviously don't. But it's kind of weird because I got to look at the free agent signings. And I'm trying Mm -hmm. to get a little bit excited about Prince of Mukamara and, you know, the safety we got from uh, the, the Texans, you know, so we kind of shored up the back end of that secondary. But what do you do, man? If you aren't making a splash, if you aren't trying to set the precedent 
Grab Deshaun Watson, man. Make that kid your leader for the next 10 to 12 years. Get your team behind a winner. You feel me? That's what I want to do, man. I, I, I don't like this whole Mitch Trubisky. We don't know much about him. The kid's got less college starts than Mark Sanchez, and he's drafted number two overall. Like, oh, God. But look, okay. I just don't even so understand the whole point of I don't, I don't even understand the whole point of why you, as a Bears fan, would even want him to draft a quarterback at all if and you just spent all of this bread on Mike Glennon running your team. I mean, to be well, honest with you, we just, we just, I, I would we just spend a lot of money. to not spend money, whatever. I, would, I don't feel like at any rate does, does Mike Glennon deserve any money for anything. So in, in, my, in my opinion, if Glenn you were okay. going to – Glennon is not okay. Don't don't make excuses for mediocrity, time. okay? I'm not. I'm not. Is okay. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. If he played for a mediocre team, then he played for a mediocre team. But he actually had a decent rookie campaign. 19 touchdowns, 9 picks as a rookie. That's not bad. So you got a building block. This is my thing, and I want Bears fans to understand this. We had to get on some color. Somebody was going to be the next quarterback. It wasn't going to be Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't going to be Tom Brady. It wasn't going to be Drew Brees. It was going to be, it to be one Trubisky? of these type of guys. It was Hello? no. It did not have to be Mr. Trubisky. It did not have. Did to it have be to be Glennon? But check it out, though. I mean, Glennon's not bad. Like my, my thing is this, man. You're a three and thirteen ball club. It's going to take some time. Glenn is a band aid. The, the guaranteed money is only eighteen mil. Fourteen mil of that he makes this year. So I mean. I'm not really tripping on the contract because if they want to cut him next year and just pay him the full meal, then they could do that. So I'm cool with that. My thing is this. If you're going to go quarterback, why not go with a winner? If you're trying to turn a franchise around that's had a quarterback that doesn't value keeping the damn football, why not grab Watson? Even if you've got to trade back to six or seven to get him. I don't think nobody was really checking for that kid. Nobody really needed a quarterback at the top of the draft like the Bears needed a quarterback. They needed one because they got rid of that guy. You feel me? So from that standpoint, man, but look, I, I'm, not, I'm, not even, I'm not even done yet. The second round pick, I, I've got an issue with this because we draft some second round, some uh, D2 tight end that's supposed to be the second coming to Rob Gronkowski. And our defense could stop no one. So I, I just don't get it, man. I'm off the Bears, though. I'm, those, those two moves right there, I think, either set us back or they could set us forward if these people are the Bears or who the Bears think they are. You know what I mean? If Trubisky ends up being that guy, he, he was rated high on everybody's draft board, blah, blah, blah. That don't mean crap to me. I, I, I'd go by the eyeball test. There's nothing that can show me in 13 starts that Deshaun Watson didn't in, in, in 30 something starts. So I'm, I'm going to leave it to be right. Well, well, now I'll I've got some Cowboys fans on the line. And when I think about what you guys did in the draft, it was actually pretty similar to what we did in the draft, which is really focused on defense. Cowboys fans, mm. what do you grade your draft pick, man? Which, what you like and what you didn't like? Okay. Will Jay, what you got, man? Well, you know, honestly, if I had to give a grade, I would probably give us more so along the line of a B minus, and I tell you why. Talk I never gave a grade, though. I never gave. Hold on, my, my bad, Will. My bad. In all my okay. tirade and rant, I never gave a grade. You forgot to B-. give a grade. I know. Proceed, my brother. Proceed. 
So, yeah, I would go B minus, whatever, because I watched Taco Charlton, and he showed flashes at Michigan, but he really wasn't that dominant pass rusher that we need um, to come in and screw up the defense. You know, one thing I'll say, if I, and I go back to the divisional playoff game that we lost to the Packers, lost that game simply because we had no defense. We couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers. You get Aaron Rodgers 20 seconds in the pocket, he'll pick you apart. You know, so I said B minus, but I am, I think the most dominant player that we drafted with in the future will be Jordan Lewis. I really like that kid. Along with the guy from uh, Colorado, I can't think of his name right now, but those are the two corners, the two players in the secondary that I think are going to help us the most this season. Now, I will say this to my Cowboy fans. They're going to hate to hear me say this, but I have to be honest. Because I'm still unsure about the defense, don't be surprised if we take a step back this year. Maybe a 9-7 or seven or 10-6 finish. I'm not even sure we're going to win the division because we didn't really – there's still a lot of uncertainty out there. We lost half of our defense from a defense that was horrible anyway. So that, that kind of concerns me. Mm. Mm, that's real interesting. What about you, T? What about you? What do you give your Indianapolis coach, my dear? Man, I gave my squad an A-. We messed around and went out there and did what we needed to do. Do you hear me? Defense, okay. defense, defense, okay? We signed seven players in free agency. Six of our eight draft picks were defensive players. Messed around and got Malik Hooker out of Ohio State. Even though y'all know how I feel about the Buckeyes, the dude can ball. He's quick. He knows how to create turnovers, which I appreciate. We also picked up uh, Jonathan Hankin in the offseason free agency. I know we're talking about the draft, but uh, that guy, he's coming from the Giants. He played well. We picked up a cornerback, Quincy Wilson. I mean, the one thing that I was concerned about more than anything was defense because no matter what people say or don't say about Andrew Luck, no matter how overhyped people think he is or how well people think he's done, it doesn't matter what you put on the board if you can't stop the other team from scoring. And we were 30th in defense last year. We had a serious, serious issue. We couldn't create turnovers anywhere. My safeties were getting beat up in the middle. My cornerback stayed injured. Vontae Davis couldn't stop anything. Don't even, didn't even look like the same Vontae we signed. We lost Robert Mathis. We lost him to retirement. So I was concerned. Who were we going to have to rush the pass? Like, I was worried about what we were going to do. And I think that our new general manager, Chris Ballard, did a great job of going after what we needed, which was defense. A minus. Good job, Coach. That's dope. That's dope. Now, Mook, man, I I I know you follow Tampa Bay, man. I know you're a big Buccaneers fan, man. Let let me ask you, brother, as somebody that you know saw Mike Lennon closely when he did play, what do you what what, what type of quarterback do you think my Chicago Bears have actually acquired in Mike Lennon? Before we get to nobody, the nobody special. Nobody. I mean, you, you, to be honest, he's a he's a backups backup. I mean, that's just okay. that's just the way to put it. He's a backups backup. He's like two years away from being two years away. I mean, he's nobody oh, wow. special. It was just somebody that like that all. we need to get off the book at the time, and so we uh, we just go ahead and, and and I love our draft. I give us I give our books, man. B plus, man. I give a B plus starting off with OJ. The tight end spot, man, with him and Cameron Bray, we can look a lot like um, um, the New England Patriots at times. With uh, we got a good free agent and then D Jack, and we got uh, Mike Evans over there on the other side, man. We can make it do what it do. And um, also, as far as um, we picked up, we also picked up Chris Chris Goodwin, the wide receiver from Penn State. Guy, they're pretty good also. So we can spread it out. 
we can do we can do what we want to do, man. And we got picked up a I think another guy um, as far as like a safety from Texas A and M. I want to say, once Justin Evans, yeah. that's his name. Dude, there is pretty okay. good. So, so uh, I I think our our plans are being pretty good, man. We just gotta we gotta give it to Atlanta, man. We just gotta hold up this mm. south, man. Let's win one for the Bucks, man. I got you, Kim. I got birthday, you. Man. I appreciate that, it's, man. I appreciate it's that. Your yeah, birthday, you, know, you don't really, you don't really follow a team, but you know, the, the, you, you do really live in Nashville. Team, I, well, let, let me let me give you an analysis on all, on all four of your your teams. How about that? Because I'm the critic. I'm not a fan. I just. I want to hear something from you in specific, though. Can I ask you a specific question, though? Because sure I know you, you read that. I know you read this KSI super hard, and it's a noob out there that's real unemployed right now. I'm trying to find out what's going on with this guy. Why hasn't a team picked him up yet? And I'm talking about Colin Kaepernick. What's up with you, Craig? I, I, I knew on? exactly where you was going. And let me say this. <laughs> the, the whole Mike Glennon thing where you just opposed it against Colin Kaepernick, really tells you everything you need to know. Because if you pay Mike Glennon $15 million, who ain't ever started a playoff game, but a guy that's been to a Super Bowl and an NFC Championship game over a protest, he can't get a job, enough said. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. It's crazy. Now, let, 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 let me say this. I think that when you when you, when you look at the NFL, and, and it's related to, to, to the NFC East, I, I like Will's analysis and his whole deal of saying that Dallas didn't really get any better because I think the Giants have drastically improved. Uh, and they've been doing it over a couple of years. It didn't really net them very much last year. It did net them two wins over Dallas. But they've added something in the in the offense, and they spent a ton of money over the last couple of years on defense. So I think the Giants are the team to beat in the NFC East. But Cowboys will definitely be in the mix. And then going up to the AFC South team with your with your guys, I like what you said because I they like really invested. The they, they they really did something on defense, but I don't think they've really addressed the offensive line. If they can't keep Andrew Luck upright, doesn't matter what you do on defense because you still got to score in this league. And then as for the Bears, of course, they're going to be in perpetuity as long as they make deals like they made on uh, during the, the NFL draft. It, it's, it's sad because they were my childhood team in 85. I love the Bears. I love Walter. Rest in peace. But it's like you see that kind of stuff, and it's like, man, somebody's got to be rolling in their in grave for somebody to make that pick for Mitch Trubisky at number two. At number two, and trade the house to get a guy that started only thirteen games, and you can't take a guy that started thirty-five games that went to to went to two back-to-back NFL. I mean, make that NCAA championship. So it's like, whoa! Now we can all stomach this if you made that 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 move for Deshaun Watson, even though the picks, you know, moving up just one pick would probably make it say that. Ad, but it's Deshaun Watson. You wouldn't feel as bad. Wouldn't even, but, have, but to. Wouldn't even have to. Wouldn't even to. It's crazy. Trubisky? Really? I mean, Preach. so for me, it, if, if, if you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, I heard somebody on the line that loves the Bucks. I really think this could be the Bucks' year because they've done some interesting things in their draft and in free agency as well. And I think Jameis, for what it's worth, I think Jameis really gets it between the ears 
I think the locker room loves him, and that NFC South division has definitely been a turnstile where anybody can win that division each and every year. Mm-hmm. Carolina had their shot. Uh, Atlanta's had their shot. Of course, New Orleans was kind of the king for a minute. But I really think that Tampa Bay should step up this year. It's a dark horse pick, but don't 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 sleep on them. I really think that Jameis and and those those receivers in that running back game can really help them, especially with that defense too. And I think Dirk Cutter really has the, the eyes and ears of a, of a Jameis Winston that's going in his third year. Expect him to throw for 35 uh, touchdowns or more, over 4,500 yards. And y'all going to be talking about that, young man. Book that. Hey, we got to go. Whoa. Whoa. And Will, we still got crazy, Will on the line, right? We do, we, man. We still got South Carolina Will on the line. Is Will a Panthers fan? No, I thought, well, I know Will is a Clemson Tiger fan. I wanted to see what he thinks Deshaun Watson's going to actually do now that he's in the NFL since he's been watching him his entire college career. Um, Let's I, do I really, I, I, I'm really, I was really happy with the pick. I was hoping he would go there or Kansas City. And I, when I watched the draft, I watched all the Clemson players who got picked. And the guy who you need to watch out for will be the um, the wild card of all the Clemson Tigers will be Wayne Gallman playing for the Giants. Mm. That boy, that boy plays. That boy, that boy plays like plays like. He got nothing to nothing to live for. If you if you look look go go back and YouTube some of his some of his games and how he runs. He's a reckless runner. He ain't scared to go up and hit nobody. Okay, all right. Well, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Look, man, we got about a minute and forty five seconds left to go on this show, man. Just hanging out with Tina Jers. We appreciate everyone that's been checking us out live. We appreciate everybody that's been kind of stalking the line and. Listening, we we don't care, man. If you don't want to chime in, it's all good. You feel me? But look, we gonna do this again. We don't know when yet, but y'all stay tuned. See, you want to close this out, baby? What you want to tell the people out there? I just want everybody to keep hanging, just keep supporting, keep hanging with us. Jersey and I got crazy busy schedules, but what never changes is our love for sports and our love for the sports fans. So look, when we do this thing again, y'all better be locked in because it's going down. Just like it did today. That's real, man. That's real. So, look, on, on behalf of our CEO, Will J., who is still on the line, I salute you, brother. We are not done yet. Don't kick dirt on the sports fam just yet, man. We're going to get it in, man. We're going to do what we do. Man, we're not going to do it like six nights out of seven like it was, but and that was crazy, but what a fun ride that was, man. But, look, Absolutely. we out of here, man. It's your man, Jers. It's your girl, T. We are out, man. We love everyone, hey, man. Happy birthday, Chris. Happy birthday, Drew, man. We appreciate you, brother. That man started this thing. You know what I mean? Like, he was on a BlackBerry in uh, in some room, and he started the sports critic, and wow, what a person you have created, my brother. But look, Sports Fan Radio, we out. There you have it, man. You see how we get down, and it was a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys tuning in and checking out She Knows Sports, the podcast, with a special sports fan radio twist to it today. Y'all have a wonderful day. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Stay tuned and much love. 
For more videos and blogs, head to my website where you can subscribe to receive email updates of all new posts. Go to www.shenosportsweb.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.